1: Across the Gulf South, it's 7 a.m., time to wake up on and Community Media.
2: Good morning. You're listening to Wake Up on this beautiful Monday morning. We're so glad to have you join us today. I'm Gabby Smith, along with Alicia Quibodo and
3: Damian Colado. Hey guys. Good, good morning. Good Morning. Happy Monday.
4: Double salute. Good Monday. morning. Double
3: salute. To Damian, it's a big the meds are day. kicking in. Very good. No. Damian sounding better, feeling <laughs> better. Uh-oh. Uh, Today is officially the end of our Christmas season. So, you know, Christmas yes. begins on Easter, uh, Easter, on Christmas Eve um, and ends with the baptism of our Lord, which we usually celebrate on Sunday Right after the 6th of January. But when the 6th is when we celebrate the Epiphany on the weekend, the feast of the baptism of our Lord bumps to the Monday. So happy baptism of our Lord. To you all. It's Mm -hmm. also the feast of Saint Adrian of Canterbury. So let's begin with prayer this morning in the name of the Father and of the Son and the Holy Spirit. Amen. Mm -hmm. Almighty, ever living God, who when Christ had been baptized in the river Jordan, and as the Holy Spirit descended upon him, solemnly declared him your beloved Son, grant that your children by adoption, reborn of water and the Holy Spirit, may always be well pleasing to you through our Lord Jesus Christ, your Son, who lives and reigns with you in the unity of the Holy Spirit, God forever and ever. Amen. Amen. In the name of the Father, and the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Amen. St. Adrian of Canterbury, pray for us. Pray for us. Stay with us.
2: We have events in our are listening area. We will give you details about... In eight minutes, Damian has a lot of those. In 18 minutes, Alan Migliorado joins us. He is the co-author of his book, Failing Forward, Leadership Lessons for Catholic Teens Today. And today we're talking about New Year's faith resolutions, which is such a good thing. You know, we have New Year's resolutions. Many of us put those together, whether it's going back into the gym or eating healthier or maybe working on something, you know, mentally that's better for us. So faith resolutions is a great way uh, to get deeper into our relationship with Christ for 2023. Dr. Tina Holland joins us in 35 minutes. She is the President of Franciscan Missionaries of Our Lady University in Baton Rouge, and she's going to be giving us her monthly update. And in 48 minutes, Patricia Davis joins us. She is the Superintendent of Catholic Schools in the Diocese of Baton Rouge. Today, we're gonna be talking about Catholic Schools Week as we prepare for that later on in the next coming weeks. Uh, But yeah, and I, I apologize because you know what? Our stream is not working currently. So uh, if you know someone who is having trouble getting our video stream right now, uh, then you can refer them to our app, our free app. You can go to Catholic Community Radio. You can go to the Apple App Store, Google Play, and search Catholic Community Radio on there, of course, the car radio. Uh, You can find all of our frequencies on our website as well but uh, yeah we're gonna be figuring out why that isn't working but we apologize for this inconvenience damien oh, what the uh, heck? you know sometimes our equipment doesn't have its cup of coffee that's, on mondays
4: that's right that's why we are broadcasting by way of radio because it doesn't mm-hmm. cost you anything and it's not hard to find there you go. 690 or 1380 yes. a.m pick it pick your poison as they say <laughs> okay well cloudy this morning But guess what? The sun's going to play peekaboo with us, and then by the afternoon we should see a lot more sunshine as the day goes on. The high should be 64. We're going to have winds out of the northeast at about 5 to 10, so that's going to keep it chilly. So keep a light jacket or sweater with you. Beginning tomorrow, we'll start uh, warming up into the 70s all the way to Thursday when a front starts rolling through, and then we're going to cool down again as that front comes through our area, which will make it nice for the weekend. Temperatures in and the area. Biloxi, 50. New Orleans, it's 52. In Mandeville, it's 47. Thibodeau, it's 54. And in Baton Rouge, it's 48. Those are your temps. That's your forecast. We've got more coming your way on Wake Up.
1: Good morning, a blessed feast of the baptism of the Lord. I'm Father Chris Decker, and today's gospel comes to us from Matthew chapter 3. Jesus came from Galilee to John at the Jordan to be baptized by him. John tried to prevent him, saying, I need to be baptized by you, and yet you are coming to me. Jesus said to him in reply, Allow it now, for thus it is fitting for us to fulfill all righteousness. Then he allowed him. After Jesus was baptized, he came up from the water, and behold, the heavens were opened for him, and he saw the Spirit of God descending like a dove and coming upon him. And a voice came from the heavens, saying, This is my beloved Son with whom I am well pleased. We've heard the gospel, and now we reflect. Today's gospel introduces us
5: to the Holy Spirit. The reality of the Holy Spirit is hinted at, but not explicitly declared in many Old Testament passages. It is particularly insightful that these scriptures teach us that when God's definitive act of salvation comes, He will pour out His Spirit. For example, Ezekiel speaks about the time when the Spirit from on high is poured out on us. Ezekiel also says that God will pour out his own Spirit within his redeemed people when he makes a new covenant with them. I will pour out my Spirit within you so that you walk in my statutes. The prophet Joel wrote, I will pour out my Spirit upon all flesh. YOUR SONS AND DAUGHTERS WILL PROPHESY, YOUR OLD MEN WILL DREAM DREAMS, IN THOSE DAYS I WILL POUR OUT MY SPIRIT. THE EXPRESSION POUR OUT THE SPIRIT IS A WAY OF REFERRING TO THE FUTURE BLESSING THE MESSIAH WILL BRING TO THOSE WHO SURRENDER TO HIS LOVE. AMONG THESE AMAZING BLESSINGS ARE THE FOLLOWING. 1. RECONCILIATION WITH GOD. NO LONGER WILL I HIDE MY FACE FROM THEM for i have poured out my spirit upon the house of israel says the lord god 2 recreation by god the spirit came into them and they came alive and stood upright a vast army 3 profound knowledge of god and his teaching and 4 the gifts of the holy spirit these promises were fulfilled at Jesus' death and resurrection and the personal presence of the Holy Spirit within the faithful, enlightening and empowering them. Do you not know, wrote the Apostle Paul, that you are God's temple and that God's Spirit dwells in you? So, are we attuned to this dynamic person of infinite love that abides in us like a living tabernacle? Or do we drown him out with our busyness and noise? Have a wonderful day. This is Jimmy Sagers.
4: Thank you, Brother Jimmy. Thank you, Father Chris Decker. Good morning, everyone. It is Monday, and a happy one at that. So glad you could join us on Wake Up! A Number of events taking place in and around our area in the next week or two, and in some starting this week, as a matter of fact. In fact, the Bible Marathon, it's a public reading of the entire Bible. It's going to take place on the front lawn of Notre Dame Seminary. They've done this before. Uh, It's going to begin Wednesday, January 25th and go nonstop all the way through January 29th, which is a Sunday. All are welcome, rain or shine. There's a tent, there's chairs, so you'll be able to sit while you listen to the Bible being read to you. Uh, Notre Dame Seminary, by the way, is located at 2901 South Carrollton Avenue. If you'd like more information or if you want to volunteer and sign up to do some of the Scripture readings, you can do that by going to NDS dot edu nds.edu nds for notre Notre dame Dame seminary Seminary.
3: yeah that's a great event it's a great event well tomorrow january 10th starts a 12-week program called surviving divorce so that begins tomorrow january 10th that's at saint catherine of siena catholic church in uh on bonneville Boulevard in Metairie. So Surviving Divorce is a 12-week program created to bring hope and healing to those who have experienced pain and loneliness of a broken marriage. It's uh, for newly separated and divorced and those who are still struggling with issues many years later. You have your questions answered, restore hope, uh, and begin authentic healing. So again, it's a series that starts tomorrow, Tuesday, January 10th. It starts at 7 p.m. and concludes at 8.30 p.m. That it will be each week until tuesday april 4th and the only time that you don't attend is on mardi gras oh. so you can you have sense. you do have to register for that so you can go to slash surviving-divorce to register
2: okay my goodness okay well another event that's actually very exciting is christ in the city and a ycp executive series ycv ycp is young catholic professionals and it's going to be happening tomorrow tuesday january 10th young adults are invited tomorrow at 6 30 p.m to kick off the new year the right way with two great events in one night christ in the city the monthly holy hour sponsored by cyo and the archdiocese of new orleans this will take place at notre dame seminary chapel followed by a young catholic Professionals New Orleans Monthly Executive Speaker Series at 7 30 p.m. at Notre Dame Seminary featuring Luis Rodriguez. He is the CEO of Cypress Communities. Again, it all begins tomorrow at 6 30 p.m. at Notre Dame Seminary right off of Carrollton Avenue in New Orleans.
4: And you know, it's still time to sign up and attend a the uh, St. Catherine Siena Men's Acts Retreat, if you've been wanting to go on a retreat, here's your opportunity. They have a few spaces left. It's going to be January 26th through the 29th, and it uh, acts as a you know a retreat based on community services and, and what you do in your church parish. Uh, the Men's Retreat will be held at the Archdiocese Retreat Center in Metairie, and it begins at 545 on the 26th and it will re- you'll be able to return at 11 o'clock for Mass on that Sunday. A reception and celebration is going to follow, single-room occupancy. All your meals are included with the fee. You want more info, call or contact Joni at scschurch.com. Joni, J-O-N-I, at scschurch.com.
3: Wow. The Catholic Daughters Annual Women's Morning of Reflection will be Saturday, January 21st from 9 a.m. until noon in the Parish Hall of St. Jude Catholic Church here in Baton Rouge. The speaker will be Dana Torito. And the topic is the spiritual graces of aging. Uh, Dana is a spiritual director in the Diocese of Baton Rouge. So registration begins at 815. There are light refresh- refreshments. There's no fee for this mini retreat. You do need to RSVP. By January 15th. Uh, and you can email jdodd48 at cox.net.
4: Very good. Yep. We got them all in. That's right. Hey, hey. Don't go too far because guess what? Big Al Migliorado's is coming your way. And Alicia's going to quiz them today on a lot of
1: good things. So stick around on Wake Up. This is Franciscan Media's Saint of the Day for January 9th. Today we celebrate Saint Adrian of Canterbury. Today's saint turned down a papal request to become Archbishop of Canterbury, England. The Pope only accepted the rejection on the condition that Adrian serve as the Holy Father's assistant and advisor. Adrian agreed, but ended up spending most of his life and doing most of his work in Canterbury anyway. Born in Africa, Adrian was serving as an abbot in Italy when the new Archbishop of Canterbury appointed him abbot of the monastery of Saints Peter and Paul in Canterbury. Thanks to Adrian's leadership skills, that facility became one of the most important centers of learning in England. The school attracted many outstanding scholars from far and wide and produced numerous future bishops and archbishops. Students reportedly learned Greek and Latin and spoke Latin as well as their own native languages. Adrian taught at that school for 40 years. He died there, probably in the year 710, and was buried in the monastery. Several hundred years later, when Reconstruction was being done, Adrian's body was discovered in an incorrupt state. As word spread, people flocked to his tomb, which became famous for his miracles. There's more about the saints along with inspiration and Catholic resources at our website, saintoftheday.org. From Franciscan Media, this has been Saint of the Day.
3: Good morning. It's 19 minutes after the hour on Wake Up. I'm Alicia Quibido with Gabby Smith and Damian Collado. Well, it's Monday, gang, and that means Alan Migliorado joins us. Alan is the founder of Adventure Catholic Youth Leadership Formation Training. He is the author of The Manly Art of Raising a Daughter and co author of Failing Forward Leadership Lessons for Catholic Teens Today. Good morning, Alan
6: hey good morning guys uh, happy new year it seems like it's been a year since we talked it does
3: it. seem like it's been forever well we're so happy to have you with us this morning happy new year to you and uh happy last day of christmas to you
6: yes yep it was a great celebration yesterday at our mass with the uh beast of the epiphany it was beautiful i always love i mean i love and i don't love this time of year because like all the christmas decorations have got you know are down now and yeah. I'd leave them up all year round if it was up to me, but that's right. I'd try that's to do right. the right thing and not be cheesy.
3: So, do you leave um, a little nativity out, Alan? I've heard people say that that's a good thing to leave out—at least one little nativity uh, all year round.
6: No, I don't. I mean, we've got, you know, we've got the uh, like a pieta and um, yes. and crosses and everywhere, and like I have my rosary on me all the time. So, right. I mean, right. I, I don't. I, I try to that for for christmas and there you I'm go bring yeah. it out in early november but still yes
3: yes well just a nice reminder of, of of the holy family and i think most you probably have an image of the holy family around too but well let, oh, let's yeah. talk about uh new year's faith resolutions today new year new resolutions yeah.
6: So out of people who make just any New Year's resolution, after the first week, these are some, some statistics that we should keep in mind when we try to make New Year's resolutions, 25%, after the first week, 25% have already failed to keep that resolution. Wow. After the second week, it goes to 30%. After the first month, of so like by February, um, 40% of the people who have made a New Year's resolution have already failed to keep it. Now, it doesn't mean that they're not wavering back and forth, but they're, they're, they've are they not kept the resolution. And being resolu- resolute means to, to keep doing it. Yes. So uh, there's a failure in there. By the end of the year, 9% have kept their resolution, meaning 91% of the people <laughs> who have made a New Year's resolution don't keep it. And oh. so it got me thinking, like, okay, when we make resolutions, <clears throat> excuse me, is it because we feel that we have to, or mm-hmm. is it because we want to? And I always found that if you want to make a New Year's resolution, if you want to make a resolution or a change to your life, most, most of the time people who want to make a change to their life won't wait until January 1st to make that change.
3: That's right. It's yes. usually something
6: that you're going to make right away. Mm-hmm. And so it's, it's not a bad thing to make a New Year's resolution that's a faith-based resolution, but, <laughs> excuse me, but if you want to make a, some kind of change to your faith life, don't wait until January 1st. Right. <laughs> and now at the same time, it, it's, a great, it's a great springboard, you know, for somebody who says, you know, I've, mm-hmm. I've been wanting to do this, you know, and I think this is the perfect time. Like, that that's beautiful. But when, when you find yourself waiting t- till January 1st to make a change to your faith life, that you, you know, let's say you want to grow closer to God or you want to take a step closer in, uh, to Christ with prayer daily or going to daily Mass maybe once mm-hmm. or twice a week, like, don't wait until January first to do that. You know, <laughs> right, right. <clears throat> because but it, a lot of people get off track.
3: Yes, yes. Well, but it is a good time to you know because you do hear about other people's resolutions. Time to uh, a, a good reminder when you when you hear about people making good uh, New Year's resolutions to sit back and think about uh, opportunities to in your faith life to make those resolutions.
6: Oh, no, of course, yeah, and it's great, you know. Like, I'm going to pray more. Oh That's, I mean, there's mm-hmm. nothing bad about that. Right. But if we treat it, if we treat our faith resolution like a regular, like I'm going to lose ten pounds by March resolution. Yes. Um You know, then then it, then we can kind of lose track and and not keep it. And and that's like the whole point is to 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 make a change, right? To mm-hmm. to do something about it. Like, um, you know, like I I'd like to lose you know twenty pounds, and and I like I might probably need to lose more than that, but um. I don't have the motivation necessary to do it. And so, yes. like, what's what's the motivation? Staying healthy. Okay, well, that's that's great, but I feel healthy, you know, and, and compare that to our faith life. Well, I want to get closer to Jesus. Well, I mean, I feel close to Jesus already, so I guess I'm okay. And right. so, like, we've got to make sure that we're making, a, wanting to make that change to begin with, right? And so right. sometimes remembering the pain point, like, okay, well, I can't fit in my jeans, right. you know, <laughs> or or that that's why I need to do this. And that kind kind of helps. And so with our faith life, if we do the same thing, it's like, well, you know, I just feel distant. I feel distant from God. Okay. Well then you need to make a change. Yes. It's kind of like going to receive the Eucharist. You know, I love the image of us receiving the Eucharist at mass because we have to get up and walk toward Christ to receive it. Uh, we have to make yes. that change that's so well, we al- need to make the change in our life. Alan, yes. I think
4: Something that's helpful, at least it has been for me, uh, is have someone uh, who will keep you accountable, oh, sure. too, in the process. Sure. Absolutely. Yep, absolutely. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's that's very helpful. And, you
6: know, and picking a, an accountability buddy um, mm-hmm. is, is important. Yes. And, you know, speaking the truth with love to one another, like, that, that comes into play. And so we have to do that at all times because you can't have somebody tell you, well, I mean, it's okay. I know you want to go to daily mass with me on Tuesday, and I know... You have a meeting at 1130 that night, but I know you can't make the 730 a.m. mass and it's OK. I mean, that's not a good accountability, buddy. Right. right? You know, you need someone to say, dude, come on. Right. It, it's like, you know, 12 hours after mass, you have the meeting. You don't have to prepare all the time. You just want to you drink your coffee. And, you know, if you want me to be your, your accountability buddy, I will. But like, I'm not going to tell you it's OK when it's not. Right. Mm-hmm.
3: Right. And really. But,
6: and that and that that hard truth we need.
3: That that's and that's the the case in so much of our lives, right? Having somebody to mm-hmm. to uh, to keep us accountable, and really, uh, you know, I love the the uh, the example you're using of daily mass, and in the scheme of things what a small amount of time that, you know, I mean, you're not, it's not that you're saying, you know, I'm committing to a month of, you know, praying six hours a day, you know, I mean, something that's feasible. And I think that that's what's important for uh, picking resolutions, that it's so easy to let something go when we make it such a lofty uh, resolution. You know, if it's too difficult to stick to, you're not going to stick to it. Yeah.
6: Yeah. Right. you set unrealistic goals and and I, I like to draw comparisons so like I you know, talk about me losing weight okay well I do want to lose some weight but if I say I'm going to lose 100 pounds by September and then yes. once I don't do it you know because that's kind of an unrealistic goal for me right. is then I get depressed or I get sad and I'm like okay I knew I couldn't do it just forget about it I'm just going to be fat the rest of my life
3: yes. you know and
6: so we do that with our faith we're like I want to pray more well I haven't prayed more so just forget about it forget- if God wants me he'll come find me and we can't like he did that a long time ago you know like he came here looking and now we have to look as well so like there's, there's time for us to you know be accountable for ourselves find that accountability partner and, uh, and be honest, be truthful with yourself, set realistic
3: goals that you can reach. That's right. That's right. That's great advice, Alan. Talk about how, how you can approach this subject with your teens. Do you wait for it to be your teen's idea? Or do you, uh, you know, when you meet with your kids in your youth group, do you suggest that they make resolutions?
6: Yeah. I mean, you know, when you say suggest, I like to suggest through asking questions. Instead of saying, so are you, I'll say, so what are your faith goals this yes. year? What have you set for yourself? Right. And sometimes they'll say, I don't know. And I love that because my favorite response is, well, if you did know, like what, what ah. would the answer be? And it's amazing. Like, they'll come back with an answer. <laughs> it's
1: like, all, awesome. all you have to say
6: is, if you did know the answer, what would it be? Oh, Well, I guess if I did know, I'd probably want to pray, you know, one rosary a week. Oh, that's a great goal. So maybe... You know, we can we can make that accountable. I'll help you be accountable for that. You You know, uh, once you Mm -hmm. once you say it, just send me a text or something that says Hail Mary. And I'll say I'll send you one back that says full of grace
3: or something, you you know, funny. Like we'll do
6: something silly about it, but like we'll keep each other accountable.
3: That's great. That's great. That's so important. So what about the kids that uh, when you say uh, if you were giving up something, what would you give? Is that does that give them food for thought? Do you think they typically come back to you with what they might do?
6: Yeah, and it's not even like um, to give up, you know. Like if you were going to grow in your faith, if that was important to you this year, if you (laughs) if you did realize how important Jesus was in your life, what would you do different this year? Is a great way because sometimes they don't really think about it, you know. And I, you remember being a teenager, I do, you know. Your your minds, you got all these flooding hormones coming into (laughs) your body, and and everything that's shiny gets your attention. So you know, sometimes you need you need those mentors in in our lives, those shepherds, to kind of point us to Christ. And and not be afraid to talk about it. I think that's the huge thing for people who are in ministry and who are, you know, catechists, is don't be afraid to talk about God when you're not in an official setting, uh,
7: uh, you know, great.
6: at church or in youth group, because I'll talk about mm-hmm. God every, you know, to anybody. And right. it's amazing how many faith mm-hmm. uh, conversations I get in, and I have no idea how I've gotten there. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs>
7: that's
3: great. Alan, do you have a bunch of uh, great retreats planned for Adventure Catholic? Are you all on the road this year?
6: I do. Yeah, yeah, I do. As a matter of fact, and, and there's a few parishes that want to adopt um, the Adventure Catholic-style retreat as a confirmation, nice. um, kind of a model for confirmation. And so they're going to start it out with a retreat and then work by using the vocabulary that we've built for, for their teams, because like, you know, speak the truth with love, focus on God. Those are all things that we talk about That's in awesome. our in our retreats. And so there's a few parishes that have asked me, can we use this as a model for our confirmation retreat this year? And so I'm looking forward. We've got about seven or eight different parishes that are really looking forward awesome. to, uh, you know, starting out strong.
3: That sounds great. Let our listeners know, Alan, where they can find out more about you and about your wonderful program and your books and everything.
6: Oh, you can uh, reach out to me directly if you'd like to at, at AdventureCatholic.com or on Facebook. You can find me on AdventureCatholic.com.
3: Excellent. Alan Migliorato, great to visit with you this morning. Thanks for joining us. We'll see you, talk to you next of week. Course. Yeah. What's and your no, by
4: the way, oh what's your guys. New Year's resolution real quick? Uh, lose some weight and get closer to Jesus. There
3: Amen. Amen. Right. Amen. I, I, Amen. Yeah. <laughs> hey, s- thanks, Alan. Uh, hey, stick around. Business Reports Executive of the Year for 2023, Dr. Tina Holland from Brand New joins us. It's half past the hour on Wake Up.
4: 35 after. Good morning everyone. Welcome back to Wake Up. So glad you could join us. Uh, We're in the process of trying to get a hold of Dr. Tina Holland who is our next guest but in the meantime while we're doing that we have a few more events we didn't get to that we want to share with you considering it's Monday and the start of a new year and a new week.
3: That's right. So Redbird Ministry is for grieving parents. It starts this week on January 11th. If you've lost a child from miscarriage, stillborn infancy, a young child or an adult child, please uh, join Our lady of the lake church in mandeville at 6 30 p.m it is the second thursday of every month and this session is beginning january 11th so it will be every thursday at 6 30 p.m in the our lady of the lake uh, church in mandeville in their cafeteria grandparents are also welcome so for more information you can contact jewel bahi at 504 3305975 Redbird Ministry what a beautiful ministry for grieving families
4: Yes and uh mm-hmm. also the uh 2023 men of the immaculata conference prepare to encounter the lord is set for saturday february 25th at saint george catholic church in baton rouge it's a nationally recognized conference draws men from all of south louisiana and mississippi awesome. and beyond and again this year they have a number of featured speakers i'm a, I'm not going to rattle them all off, but I will tell you tickets are $75 for adults and 45 for students, which ages 13 to 24. And I would suggest you get your tickets in the next week or two. Uh, Once they're sold out, they're going to have a virtual part of the conference where you'll be able to watch virtually the entire day but you won't be able to take part of the day-to-day uh everything from uh going to confession okay. or getting a swag bag and chef
3: Fols's lunch
4: and chef Fols's <laughs> lunch so more yes. info go to men of the that's men of the and you will uh, have a great conference and get your year started off right And right now, it's 37 after the hour, and we have Dr. Tina Holland, President of Franciscan Missionaries of Our Lady University, here in Baton Rouge with us for a monthly update. Good morning, Doc. Good morning. How are you? I am doing great. And let me just start out by saying congratulations for being named the Baton Rouge Business Reports Executive of the Year. Well-deserving.
0: Well, thank you very much. You know, I think it's... um, Executive of the year is just a lot shorter than saying uh, faculty, staff, administration, Board of Trustees of the year, because um, that's kind of, you know, really how that happens.
4: Well, I know where where you're going because, as a good leader, you gotta have good people around you and uh to to say the least, you know I was reading a little bit about your bio. We've talked month in and month out. I did not realize your background you're you're a graduate of the u s Naval Academy and you also served in the u s Marine Corps
0: for three years. Yes, yes, indeed. No wonder um, I' very fortunate. Very Hmm. fortunate to have that opportunity. No wonder Uh, everybody
4: stands at attention when you walk in the room. (laughs) Uh, And then uh, 24 years as executive uh, vice president and provost at Holy Cross College in Notre Dame, Indiana.
0: Well, it was 24 years uh, working up to that. Mm -hmm. Um, It was 24 years of a lot of different roles, and I actually started as an adjunct professor when I had small children. And then I worked up with, um, you know, uh, additional responsibilities as my children got older and ultimately moved into administration and um, was the executive vice president for a number of years till I uh, um, got the call for this job and never saw myself really anyplace else, but was my, uh, my president at Holy Cross in South Bend who said, this is what uh, we've been preparing you for. Go down there and um, take on that that new opportunity. So yeah. that's how I landed up here.
4: And we're lucky to have you for sure. Eight years at Fran U so far. Uh, we're looking back, uh, what what are you most proud of?
0: Oh, I am most proud. I think of the um, establishment of brand new as a, the Catholic university for this community, mm-hmm. um, that yes, we are doing wonderful things in healthcare, which is what our niche is, but that we're ultimately a work of the church, and that the school has um, emerged as such and become a really strong partner with our diocese. It's our our job as a Catholic university to to be a work of the Church, and that's why I took the job, and that's what I'm really proud of. That that we are are really, um, I think we're about there, and and it's it's with great pride that we're not a bucolic campus, we're a campus that's fully emerged in the community.
4: That's that's a great. Uh mission and and also uh, environment for those young students to to grow up in and become great leaders themselves i know you don't like talking about yourself you're a very mm-hmm. humble individual but i wanted to share that with our listeners we always hear about what's going Free on here. at fran you it's kind of good to hear with, you know the about the person themselves who who's leading the charge so we'll turn the page now we'll go sem- spring semester getting underway right
0: Yes, it is. Uh, classes start this week. I'm I'm have been doing a lot of orientations for uh, programs that start in the spring, uh, and that's some of our doctoral programs start in the spring, and then uh, some of the new students who come in in the spring, and it's a lot of transfer students. And I gosh, I just wish they would. <laughs> um, find us first, you know, yeah. <laughs> but, um uh, we get a lot of them who, uh, who realize, you know, save, trying to save that money at a public institution. It may not necessarily be for all students, the the smartest thing to do that it might've been brighter just to start yeah. with us. But, yeah. um, we're, we welcome them nevertheless. And that's a great, great new crop of students coming in all uh, like always, you know, different ages, sizes, demographic, um, makes this place a, a really vibrant campus
4: yeah well you know coach brian kelly has to deal with the same thing when it comes to recruits he has to sometimes rely on a transfer portal hey now right. we didn't realize it right. also happened in the academic world <laughs> That's <laughs> right. hey uh, now 2023 this is the year of the centennial at at fran yes. U, and uh big celebration we've got a couple of minutes share with everybody what's on the agenda
0: Certainly. Uh, well, we're going to be opening up our building, uh, moving in this spring. There'll be a, a, um, a centennial mass uh, at the beginning of the academic year, and we'll be getting all those dates to you. Okay. And then throughout the actual formal celebrations will be in the academic year 2324. So working everything up to it um, throughout this spring and summer and then um as we always do with the academic cycle we do things with our students so beginning in august through the academic year there will be exciting um events that uh, go right along with the the rhythm of the um of an academic year but starting in august the um the the uh, opening mass for St Francis Hall and uh the kickoff of our uh formal centennial celebrations and we're just and of course the gala uh will be happening this fall which is a, a really huge huge event a yes. centennial gala
4: and last but not least uh we're looking at march or april you think for the opening of saint francis hall
0: yes we'll be um uh they're, they're they're finishing up some things now there were some delays due to weather materials but uh, we will start moving in I'm told, uh, n- no later than uh, the end of March, early uh, part of April. The substantial completion is uh, set for mid-February.
4: Awesome. Dr. Tina Holland, President of Franciscan Missionaries of Our Lady University, better known as Fran Yu, here in Baton Rouge. Congratulations again on Executive of the Year honors from the Baton Rouge Business Report and thanks for being Thank our you. friend here at Catholic Community Radio.
0: Well, let, value your friendship as well. God bless.
4: God bless and Happy New Year to you. We're coming back with more. It's 45 after on Wake Up.
2: It is 48 past the hour. Thanks so much for tuning in to Wake Up This Morning. I'm Gabby Smith, along with Damien Colado and Alicia Quibido. Our next guest is Patricia Davis. Patricia is the superintendent of Catholic Schools and the Diocese of Baton Rouge. Hey, Patricia, good morning. Thanks for joining us today.
7: Good morning, Gabby. It's a pleasure to be with you all.
2: It's so good to have you with us today, and it's good to talk about Catholic schools in the Diocese of Baton Rouge. I remember I had such a wonderful experience over at Our Lady of Mercy in Baton Rouge when I went to Catholic Elementary School and then later St. Michael High School in Baton Rouge. And uh, Talk about the uniqueness of a Catholic education, especially in South Louisiana.
7: Well, there's so many things I can um, point to, but you know, we look at our schools and we know that our foundations are solid for our students. You know, they're receiving a solid foundation in ac- academics, of course, but as well as our faith formation, which helps them to um, become the students that for the university, so the um, vocation schools that may, they may attend, and on to real-life situations.
2: That's wonderful, and completely agree with you there. Um, I also wanted to talk about Catholic Schools Week, because we did mention that over the phone when we talked briefly last week. That is coming up in a few weeks and actually quite exciting for everyone involved.
7: Oh, it is, and, and we're going into our 49th year of celebrating Catholic Schools Week. You know, this is a celebration that's um, it's an annual celebration across the U.S. Uh, we traditionally hold it at the end of January, which, you know, this year we'll be celebrating Catholic Schools Week from January 29th to February 4th. Uh, things will be going on at our school level, and as well as the diocese. We have a special mass that week. We have a distinguished graduates' dinner. We have um, an, an art exhibit to happen at the diocesan level on the end of that week, and at local level, you know, these are the times we showcase our schools, you know, that we are mm-hmm. inviting the public in and inviting our families in to to um, celebrate the good news of Catholic education.
2: That is wonderful. And it's also very exciting for the kids. I know that, uh, well, my recollection was it was just fun activities that entire week, you know, and it really brought the meaning of why our parents put us in Catholic schools, because as a child, you don't really understand (laughs) until you get older the sacrifices our parents have made to uh, invest in a Catholic education.
7: Right. And, you know, the week is very special. You know, the, 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 special masses that we hold, the assemblies, the activities, the fun activities. I mean, I think everybody holds these wonderful memories. I I do as well as a teacher and a parent and really understand the community and the families that we form and the strong bonds and partnerships between our families and our school. So it's it's a great week. It really is. Mm
2: -hmm. There are so many wonderful Catholic schools in the Diocese of Baton Rouge, and it seems like they just continue to grow. Uh, They continue to evolve, and I keep hearing more wonderful things about so many of them. What are some exciting events or things happening in some of the Catholic schools, especially this school year?
7: Well, this school year, I think, you know— First of all, just being back in full form, you know, in person, you know, the last two years have been pretty challenging. So we get to celebrate in person, and I think that's just um, a huge mm-hmm. thing that we, we're appreciating more and more. Our grades, um, our national report card has uh, really been very, <coughs> they commended the Catholic schools for their, <coughs> <so> <coughs> excuse me, for their grades um, in math and reading that we've excelled even during the time of the pandemic. I think that the things that are going on right now, I've, I've just finished visiting with um, most, I have two schools left, but I've also visited with them on other occasions. I see a lot of um, theme programs and robotics mm-hmm. and traditional service projects that are going on where we go out into the community and um, connect with the community with our faith and our um service learning so I, I've really mm-hmm. enjoyed being with all of our schools you know they're from here to uh, Hammond to Independence uh, Laman all over this area I've just thoroughly enjoyed seeing so much of our schools you, you know you just walk through the door and you can um, embrace the the, the uh, community there and realize what a gift Catholic education is for schools and for families. Mm-hmm. You know, that's that's the, the give back for me, to watch um, how the students interact in these activities. And, you know, our reading and math are strong. Our foundations are strong. We are above the nation average on our scores, on our testing. So for me, I think getting out and seeing all the activities going on with that. Of course, athletics still going on strong. Um, mm-hmm. Our art programs are... Phenomenal. We'll be having, an, as I mentioned earlier, an exhibit for, from all of our schools at the diocesan level. We'll have two of our um, choirs um, come and be with us. And St. Michael's has a wonderful jazz band, and they'll be here as well. Mm-hmm.
2: I agree with that. Oh my goodness! Okay, so for parents who maybe have young children, toddlers, and thinking about a Catholic education to start uh, their child off at, at such a wonderful school, any advice that you can give because there's so many to choose from uh, to give them guidance on choosing the right one for their family?
7: Uh, you know, my my advice being a parent to is just you know look at the schools on, of course, online, but most especially get in during these times where we're showcasing the things that are our niche and our uniqueness of each school that might be um, where that family feels the best fit. So I would call and schedule an appointment with the schools or, um, that you're interested in and make an appointment and come, you know, they're, we're, we're so welcoming and I know our principals would love to have you and show you the things that are going on in the schools. Preschool is um, a very important time, and our schools have traditionally um, built strong preschool programs, so I I really think for um, parents and young parents, you're just stepping into that world to get out and know your schools personally.
2: Mm-hmm. Dr. Patricia Davis, Superintendent of Catholic Schools, where can we go to find out more information about Catholic schools in the Diocese of Baton Rouge?:
7: You can go to our website on the Catholic Diocese of Catholic Schools of Baton Rouge uh, and look up any of your schools in the you know we have a map of each school, and some things are you know the statistics of schools and what they offer grade levels that um, I think that anybody, if they look up on our Catholic School's website, that they would be able to um, find, you know, most of the information. But again, I want to say make sure that you get out to the schools personally and make an appointment with your particular school. But all of our schools are listed on our Catholic Schools of Diocese, the Diocese of Baton Rouge Catholic Schools Office website.
2: Wonderful. Thank you so much, Dr. Patricia Davis, Superintendent of Catholic Schools, for joining us today.
7: Well, it was a pleasure to talk with you. I know we have a short time, but, you know, I, w- I want to say again, it's um, Catholic schools. There's there's nothing better. You know, we we partner mm-hmm. with families. We combine our faith and our academic teachings. We have shown over and over the excellence that we can provide in a safe environment. And bringing students to the career of their choice at the end of the road when they graduate. So thank you,
2: Gabby, for having me today. Thank you so much for being with us. My goodness, we're at the end of our show, Damien, would you mind closing us out in prayer today?
4: We'll do in the name of the Father, Son, Holy Spirit, amen. Thank you, Jesus, for making me one of your children born in water and your spirit. Help me to listen to your voice in my life and remember each day the happiness of sharing the bond of baptism with you. Thank you for the great gift. May I be the light in the world for you. May the Lord bless us, protect us, and all evil and bring us to everlasting life. Amen. In the, name of the Father, Son, and Holy Spirit, amen.
2: Amen. Thank you so much for joining us. We'll catch you back here tomorrow at 7 a.m. Central Time. Have a wonderful Monday. God bless.
1: Wake Up is a production of Catholic Community Media.